juggernaut damn near. So I'm looking at the fact that Mac is running the four. Mac ran the football effectively. You know, I'm looking at Andrew Rucker, what I expect him to be. We know what T.Y. Hilton will do. You got Justin Houston to come on in and pick him up in free agency. Funches from Carolina is now there as well. So I'm looking at the combination. You've improved your passing game. You've improved defensively. You still got your offensive line intact. live we are live Ooh, we are live and not done doing all the, the facebook stuff because my fingers are fat and slow wow <laughs> coach it's good to see you again Kristen, hello sir welcome back you guys ready for another another round <laughs> let's do it Always. evidently i ain't ran you off yet you gotta keep coming back it's kind of fun hanging out here not being homeless you know when I'm not under an underpass, I'm like, It is. Hey, I got a little story to tell you guys real quick. Ooh. Is it okay. about an underpass? No. <laughs> that would have been a great lead-in, though. <laughs> a friend of mine was having some sewage issues. I'm familiar with that problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really are. <laughs> and he called me up and he goes, Man, what's that company you keep talking about on your show? I need to talk to them. Preferred so I, mechanical? I gave, I gave them a number, and they went out and took good care of him. Well, that's awesome. Everybody's happy, and all the shit's flowing where it's supposed to flow now. Well, that's good. It really sucks when the shit doesn't flow where it's supposed to. When it ends up in your bathtub, that sucks. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so let that story lead into us paying the bills. Okay. <laughs> so you guys know here at beautiful Burn and Bet Sports Studio, we're sponsored by Preferred Mechanical, Heating yes. and Cooling. They also do plumbing. So get your service done now before the Indiana weather gets so damn hot that you can't get a technician out to your house for three weeks. Then you're going to be three weeks miserable. Your wife's not going to sleep. Something's getting cut off because you wouldn't call now. <laughs> It's, he's talking about your cooling. <laughs> so, but for real, you know, you guys, it's getting hot. It's going to get hotter. Um, get 10% off by, a me of a deal. by mentioning Burn and Bet Sports. And they, I promise you they'll take care of you. They'll give you great service. They won't, sell, they won't overcharge you. 
they won't tell you that you need something that you don't. Um, and believe it or not, there's a lot of companies out there that do that crap. Um, my my friends at Preferred Mechanical, our friends, will not do that. So make sure you guys give them a call. Anyways, we also want to thank our production manager, Mr. Lionitis. I so, love our Tony. Our Tony's good, ain't he? He's great. <laughs> <laughs> he, I'm going to get hit for that one. <laughs> he's, he's my favorite production manager I've ever had. Wow. But anyway, so if you guys like um, Fortnite and esports and uh, all those video games that you can watch on Twitch and, and you like playing with streamers, follow Lionitis on Twitch. He'll play games with you, teach you how to play. and Challenging to a fight. I think he'll take you on. Get you a bunch of dubs. <laughs> But we also got to thank um, our video guy, Colts Vids. So if you like watching our little intro videos, our our friend, you can find him on Instagram at Colts Vids, V-I-D-Z, on Instagram. Give him a follow. You'll see a whole bunch of videos. He called into the studio last week telling us stories about how he's making videos for Robert Mathis now, and I think he's doing one for Reggie Wayne. Uh, and there's been a cu- there's been a couple other active players actually too that's hit him up and like, hey man I love the way you do this can you can you do one for me and he takes care of them so that's pretty cool. Now our uh, our music is provided by brother oh brother brother oh brother yes <clears throat> our wonderful rock band out of uh, the south side of Indianapolis is going to be playing the 2019 Bewilder Fest in Cincinnati Ohio. So get online, follow that, figure out how to get you some tickets that I heard it's really going to be good. Can you not get some tickets and give them away? You know, that's a really good idea. I could look into that. Because I'm pretty sure you got some ties with Brother O' Brother, right? I might might look into that. I think that's a great idea. I know we got some. If anybody's interested in going and seeing Brother O' Brother, let us know. Get to to the Wonder Boob Fest. Bewilder Fest. Oh, I thought you said Wonder Boob. Well, you know, that that's a different festival, Pat, but I think that's going to be going on. I would like to Ro- go to that one, please. I think that's going on up in Roselawn over the next couple of weeks. Okay. we got a good friend, uh, John Colbert, that will probably be going to that. So nice. if he, he gets on and hears his name, he'll, he'll smile and laugh right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so I know we got some rockers out there. If you guys want to go to, to Wonder Definitely. Fest... Bewilder Fest. Or Bewilder Boob Fest. <laughs> what? Really? Is that what it is? <laughs> Bewilder Fest. Oh, Bewilder Fest. Yes. There's no boob. No boob. Will there be boobs there? There could be. Okay. Potentially. I feel like this conversation has officially derailed. <laughs> oh, a long time ago. You're just now catching up? Yeah. Speaking of boobs, uh, Kristen has a story about Another one? Yeah. No. Fantastic. I'm doing that one. I'm going to do the other one. Which he one? just said you had a story. He didn't say which one. Come on, it was exciting. She wants to do a tiny little thing that's exciting. So, tiny little thing. All right. Okay, so for the first time in history, in history, the National Spelling Bee had eight co-champions. <laughs> Did you hear about this? They ran out of words. Is this a sports story? <laughs> 
Tony, do we got a mic cut off button? <laughs> so you have eight, eight young people all get to share the title of national spelling bee champion. You know how much money they win? $50,000. $50, now, do they have to split that eight nope. ways? or do, Oh, they each get... Yes. They also get an additional 2500 from a second company, and then they get a three-year subscription to Encyclopedia Britannica's online library. Well, I'm sorry, but if I was one of those kids, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I didn't come to tie with seven other kids. I came to stomp your ass. Well, you know, they say... You keep giving me words, I'll keep spelling them. They say winning in a tie. Well, winning in a tie. Having a tie is like kissing your sister. Well, what's an eight-way tie like? A family reunion? <laughs> Getting lucky at a family reunion, I guess. I don't know. But no, if I was one of those kids, I would be mad. I, w I wouldn't, yeah, $50,000 is great. That's what you're there for. But I want to, I want to beat them all. They, they don't have enough words to beat you. Words. <laughs> wow. And every single one of those kids had actually previously competed at the national level also. So nobody had a dictionary to pull out and start finding something? I mean, that, that seems crazy to me. Can I ask the next story be about sports? That was, it was on ESPN, bro. I don't mean it's sports. It's like ESPN playing soccer. It, <laughs> wow. It's not a sport. Oh, oh that hurt. <laughs> I like hockey. Well, I mean. Hockey's a fun sport. You just don't like it because you don't get to hit nobody. Because you don't know how to skate. You're from, like, Albuquerque or something where you've never seen snow. We get snow there, honey. They uh, had more snow days this year than Only we in the mountains. Albuquerque is in the mountains, honey. I know, but <laughs> you don't have lakes up there because it's all dried out. It's very dry, yes. See, here we got lakes, snow, ice, and, no and we got indoor ice rinks. We also have indoor ice rinks. I don't believe that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe it one bit. Now, <clears throat> Coach, I'm, I'm reading something here on um, Colts Bleed Blue Nation. Mm -hmm. And a gentleman is talking about Chris Ballard and his character and how he wants the right character in the locker room. And it says, a rookie is facing rape allegations. Oh, this is the no. first I've heard of this. Yeah, I have not heard that either. What, do, you know, do you know any – can you enlighten us? What's going on here? I've not heard that. Because isn't he like our second draft pick? No, he was our third. <clears throat> Okariki, I Yeah, believe. he's the one Pat McAfee announced. Yes. So I think that was our From third Stanford, pick. Stanford, the really smart guy, the really fast athletic middle linebacker. Yeah, that was really supposed to be a major force with Leonard this year. What's going well, on? That's that's unfortunate. Um, whereas I haven't read anything about it or know anything about it, I hate to comment on on that other than what I already know, and that's that's disappointing. Well, they're allegations. Yeah, that's – Maybe the lady – here lately, that's enough. I mean, Tyreek Hill hasn't been convicted of anything, but he's been suspended already. Yeah, I know. So – And did you hear about it? the wife was 
the child called him, Tyreek Hill's child called him because his mom was passed out. That's just a horrible And he, he goes to the house to get the child, and he calls 911 for his wife or lady friend or whoever she is. And he still gets arrested because he broke a court order, a restraining order. He got some within so many feet. Now, how is that right? Now, I don't know this. I, this is the first I've seen about this uh, Uruki thing, you know, and I hope it's just somebody wanting some money hope, because yeah, he got drafted. Because, um, man, he looks like he's got a ton of potential. Yeah, and that's disappointing. And to me, uh, the Colts normally don't – I don't feel like they normally get hit on that moral code very often. And to see us having Chad Kelly get suspended just recently and then now this. Well, his was drug-related, right? No. Chad Kelly's was uh, – I. What was his suspension she, for? Kristen has – has a whole story about this that yeah, she can bring yeah, forward. I wrote an article about it. And you started with the spelling bee. I was excited. You know, I'm allowed to be excited about the spelling bee. There's nothing wrong with it. No, there's no. not. Okay. Hey, I, I wish I wasn't so daggum hillbilly and I could spell. Yeah, I hate to, I, I'd, I'd hate to comment on the details. Uh, on this if it wasn't for my daughter and Siri, I wouldn't have made it through college. With the amount of information <laughs> she's already done. No lie. So what? He okay. was actually arrested. at a Halloween party and got himself relatively intoxicated and busted into some lady's house and joined her on the couch. Dressed as a cowboy. Dressed as a cowboy. Damn cowboy fans. And sat there and waited on the police with her yeah. on the couch. He didn't do anything to no, like harm he, her. Yeah, he, he, just, not, he didn't get violent at all. But He just came into her house and sat on the couch with her. Well, that's a... But <clears throat> we've all done stupid crap when we were drinking. <laughs> so the problem with Chad Kelly is this isn't his first time. Brodeo? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Chad Kelly actually got kicked off of his high school football team. Got kicked off of Clemson? Yes. Got kicked off of Clemson's football team. For an altercation with his coach. On the field. In front of a sold-out crowd. Yeah. So clearly this kid has an attitude problem. So my question is, what is Reich thinking with this guy? Why, I mean, despite his uncle, why did we pull the trigger on him? You know who his uncle is, don't you? Yeah. It doesn't, when, it doesn't when, make sense. Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly. Yeah. It's, and you know who played with Jim Kelly. Yep. Yeah, Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Jim Kelly's uh, backup, backup quarterback, legendary backup quarterback, and I believe he's awful close with their family. Like he could be the godfather of somebody or something. But yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. But, so my know. first thought is this is clearly a case of nepotism. <clears throat> All right, for for some of us slower-minded people, what is what is that word? Somebody getting the job that they're not necessarily qualified for because of. Who they are. Oh, okay. See, see, where I'm from, we call that the good old boy system. Yeah. Yeah. And and you I, gotta I, use those <coughs> those fancy uh, Stephen A. Smith words. <laughs> I I don't know 
in, in my eyes. I don't know if I would I would call this a case of nepotism, but I definitely feel like he's been given an opportunity with the Colts based on who his uncle who is. his uncle is more than what he's shown to be as a player. And that doesn't mean that he's going to eventually end up as a Colt, but he's going to be given an opportunity to stay in the NFL at least. And to me, if, if Frank Reich's just giving him this shot to get him onto the field during the preseason to give him a, a chance to audition for somebody, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Be- because he's clearly not taking Andrew Luck's job. No, and I don't see him. And I don't see him, yeah. He's not Jacobi pushing Brissett out of the way. No. They've actually got a relatively solid third string on their practice squad that's been there for two years. He's, he's relatively good. Why would they push out their third already? So what are they doing? Hey, I'm all about second, third, and fourth chances. Yeah. I'm, more than a second or a third chance for this kid. Well, that's why I went up to fourth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's what he's done, I wouldn't consider it Johnny Manziel-ish, but it's it's getting close. If it, I, To me, if he has one more incident. Well, he got in trouble not that long gone. ago at one of his, I believe it was his brother's or cousin's game up in Buffalo. So he got in trouble there also. So this, I mean, this kid is, I just feel like he's a liability. Loose cannon. <laughs> Tony got in trouble. <laughs> Tony got in trouble. <laughs> so there's my contribution for the day. Oh, I'm done. Thank you. Okay. I'll bet you $100 she's not done. <laughs> I bet she got something else to say. See? You owe me a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'll I'll pay it in Oreo cookies. How about that? I'll take it in Oreo cookies <laughs> too, boy. You know I will. <laughs> well, fantastic start. Well, and speaking of the Colts, uh, Sports Illustrated did a nice little story this week about uh, the all-small team. They, they did an article. Small what? They did an article. I know that sounds strange. They did an article about undersized players in the NFL, and uh, one T.Y. Hilton made the list of great small players in the NFL. So that, that's kind of interesting as their, their top wide receiver on the all-small team. Who's their quarterback? Well, they had, they had two listed. Uh, I'll give you guesses. Well, Anybody want to guess? Uh, oh, boy from Seattle. Yeah, Russell Wilson Russell would have been Wilson. the backup. Drew Brees would be the starter. So that small. Six foot tall. That is minuscule for an NFL quarterback. Well, look at Kyler Murray. He's 5'10". Well, they, they, now he was 5'11 and 7'8", which is actually 7'8 of an inch taller than Russell Wilson. Uh, well, so, the report I read said five. When you're a five foot eleven quarterback, that seven eighths of an inch means a lot. So they're going to have to find a midget to be a center. Oh, maybe. No, that just means he gets to stand upright. He won't have to bend over for the ball. <laughs> but but T.Y. Hilton, being five ten and one hundred eighty three pounds, would be the uh, nearly the biggest wide receiver on this list. They've got also uh the LA Rams Brandon Cooks at 5'10 and 183, Seattle's Tyler Lockett at 5'10 182, the Redskins Jamison Crowder at 5'9 and 177 pounds. He's a little guy. Yeah, the Lions Danny Amendola at 
a towering five foot eleven and one ninety. So that's that's the list of wide receivers for the all small team to go along with that. Well, you mentioned this the other day, and so I had to do a little bit of googling myself. Yeah. And you remember Darren Sproles? Yes. They got him listed at five six. And 181 pounds. That is a tiny feller. And he used to eat us up. My God, he would get 180, 200 yards every time he played us. I hated that guy. I flipped him off one game. I bet you did. I did. It was a home game, and I'm sitting by the visitor's locker room, and they they stomped us. And I know he had 100 and something stupid-ass yards. And he's walking off the field going, oh, oh, everybody. And I said, wow. Yeah, and I, I, said, I said the words with it, too. <laughs> and he turned around and looked me dead in the eye, flipped me off back. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Just had that great interaction with a, with a football player. He started laughing, walked in the locker room. I went home and cried because my Colts lost. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, he was small, but he always ate us up. Elvis uh, Doomerville, five eleven. I went through the the list of players on that on that list. And now your list is active players, right? Yes, it's all active. And the smallest player that they have listed would be Titans running back Dion Lewis at five foot eight and one hundred ninety five pounds. That poor kid needs a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I wish I knew what Gary Brackett's. I don't stats work because he was I, pretty small. Yeah, I know he wasn't over six three. I don't think he was even but in the six. Yeah, I don't even know if he was six foot tall. He was, he was small for a linebacker. He was yeah. good though. Yes, he was yeah. good. <laughs> now the tallest that and the, Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders was pretty short in stature too. He was he was five foot eight and two oh eight. He was a little tank. Yeah, he was five foot eight and he was built like a fire hydrant, like a Sherman tank. Yeah. But the, the tallest player they had listed on the all small team was six foot five, two hundred and ninety seven pound Garrett Bowles at left tackle. Now I know that doesn't that doesn't sound small, but an NFL left tackle at two hundred and ninety seven pounds is very undersized. Yeah. He's about he's about I'm guessing he's twenty or thirty pounds light. So that's that's small, but, <clears throat> but you're talking about that's this this kid's really, he's really talented. I think I haven't seen a whole lot of him yet, but he's he's going to be a good player in the future. Yeah, our friend Carvey says Mar- Marquise Drew Jones was short too. Oh, you're talking about Mar- Maurice Jones Drew? That's what I just said. <laughs> From uh, uh, the Jack Slacksonville. Yeah, yeah. I think he was he was five foot eight ish. He's a small feller. I think he was four foot two pile of shit. Wow. Yeah. From Slacksonville. <laughs> now, the, the heaviest hey, players. teams. You're not going to like them. They had two players listed as the heaviest player were Bears offensive tackle Charles Leno at six foot three, 306, and Pat's offensive lineman David Andrews at six foot three and 306. <clears throat> Is that all time? No, this is – Or just active. Active. I was going to say, I thought William Perry was bigger than that. No, the, this is for the all-small list. Oh. 
So that's their their heaviest. You bounce players. around, tall, small. I can't keep up with you, dead coach. <laughs> we're, ta- we're, we're talking. We're we're talking. Just make me run laps and call it a damn tall, day. Tall midgets here. So okay. <laughs> but I, yeah, I kind yeah, I kind of think it's ironic that we're talking about a six foot three, three oh six man as being on the all small team. But. Yeah, that's that's bigger than you. As, yeah, yeah, much. <laughs> He's got me by about about two inches. See, and about I told you she was I told you she wasn't done. No, that's another hundred bucks. <laughs> He's broke. He didn't have it. <laughs> I'm busted. Oh, I'll, I'll get it one way or another. That chicken we got on the way in was it. <laughs> I tell you what, you know what? There's a lot of people, you know. Uh, Marvin Harrison was another small guy. Yeah, he wasn't. He, he had some link to him, but he wasn't. He wasn't very heavy at all. Um, I think. I think he was. T. Y. Hilton. As, I think he was. Gary Brackett. Five ten, five eleven. Bob Sanders. Marquis drove. Drew. Slew buggers. Whatever his name is. <laughs> well, Barry Sanders wasn't big. No, Barry Sanders was not, and he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, so that's that's proof you don't have to. Football takes all body types. It does. Not what? Boobs. 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 See, we're back full circle. <laughs> she started it. I just want everybody to know. Full circle. She started it. When my when my oldest daughter was very little, she quickly came to her senses. She had this belief that she was going to be the first female linebacker in the NFL. Nice. Why didn't she? Did you stop her? She does not like sports ball. Her dad did. Her dad wouldn't let her. Oh. Yeah. There's He's a football wrong. coach also. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. But he didn't want his daughter playing football. So she was a cheerleader instead, and she hated it. Hmm. Now she hates all sports ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had a niece that played football. Did you? Yeah. She played... Oh, God, I can't remember the years. Was she electrifying? Yeah. She was She was a, a wide receiver. I didn't well, throw her the ball much, but she knocked a couple boys on, her, on their asses. We were going to go to that the football game last week. Was it last week? Yeah, the, the yeah. team that Carvey's team was going to play. Uh, Forfeited. They got scared and yeah. stayed home. So yeah. we didn't get to go watch chick football. I was yeah. very disappointed. We, we were excited. We were ready to go. Yeah. I mean, we were, like, ready to go. I even, like, showered that day. (laughs) Carvey, you're going to have to call in and let us know when the next game is. Yes. We We got some people wanting to go to the game. So, if you're still watching, call into the studio. I think I got this thing worked out where we can actually hear you this time. That'd be fantastic. That would be neat. Anyways. That's fun. Yes. Short people playing a big, making big impacts. You want to talk about tall people making big impacts? Oh, we could do that. And uh, Carvey says, call me. Oh, really? Carvey, do you not know I got a show going on? <laughs> Are they, oh, everybody time out. Let me call Mr. Carvey. Carvey. Real professional. Man. I know. <laughs> We're going to bang you, Carvey. That's it. <laughs> Carvey. 
What you doing, bud? Turn that thing. Wedding you're rehearsal. You're wearing a wedding dress? No, oh. Wow. Your wedding? What? You're, you're getting married? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Boo. Boo. I'm going to try I'm going to try to stay out of this conversation. <laughs> and, and, and why didn't we get an invite? I'm not inviting myself now. <laughs> Only after I had to say something. Don't count. I'm sorry. I have plans on Saturday. I apologize. We will be on the other side of the country. Yes. They were scared. That's disappointing. I'm sorry. I said that's disappointing. I know North. At Columbus North? Yeah, I know North yeah, well. They've got a nice field down there at Columbus North. I'd love to go down there. You got to get us on the sideline, though. <laughs> he didn't sound, say that too convincing. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, right now, I'm going to stick by my prediction. I said it was going to be the Warriors in five. So. Yes, I do. My prediction was Toronto and seven, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, but he played. Well, yeah, yeah and, and they don't have him questionable for tonight. No. Is he playing? Yeah, so I, I believe, I believe uh, Wilder is actually going to put in work tonight and he's going to take the other game and they're going to win. I tell you what, uh, Leonard's been really, really good in this series so far. He, he lit him up for 34 in game two. And, and they he's, just he's had done that a hell third of a job quarter where they went 
yeah, goose they, eggs in the third quarter. Golden State and got that, hot, and that's what killed. That's what stopped them at second game. Yeah. But to me, that's that's Golden State's mo. They they come out and they beat you at the end of the in the end of the half and at the beginning of the half. So. He's, he's, he, he, is they he were talking lo- about him? He's he's. They're saying if he can walk, he's playing tonight. So I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see him playing. I don't think he's. Gonna I play see him, either. and yeah. you know, the next game's what Friday. If Golden State doesn't, doesn't so win possibly the series, KD th- and be why. Uh, I bet you if Thompson comes back, KD comes back, and they come back. With a arrested KD and arrested uh, Thompson. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Well, However, he didn't. He didn't um, I, I reach the potential for that contract. I don't think Golden State's scared to pay the money on the luxury tax, though. They shouldn't as much as they've made the last no, I think they'll pay freaking they five can. years. All right. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, I'm. Are, are you? Hey, l- let me ask you a question. You guys gonna do one? You guys gonna do a dance down the aisle or something? Uh, see, yeah, you need to do something. You need to do something slick. You can't just you can't just be going walking down. <laughs> you bring us. You you send us a video in of something good. We'll put it. We'll put it on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Carvey. We'll talk Thanks, to you, Carvey. buddy. Yeah. Right. Bye. That's fantastic. Carvey's awesome, ain't he? Yeah, I love him. He calls in. But that was a good, good question for the next part of the show. Is about yeah. I mean, I tell NBA you what. Finals. I mean, we co- I, we covered quite a bit, but there's still you, more to talk about. You look at you look at game one, and Toronto came in in game one, and. They had all the energy. I mean, you look at them on defense. They, they were they were running. Yeah, all and Golden State there. had what ten days off. Yeah, every something every, like that. Every shot was challenged. It was everything Golden State made. They earned it. I mean, if you go back, just go back and look at the highlights. Everything on Golden State's highlights is a circus shot. And you look at Toronto's, and it's wide open shot. But here, if you remember, Coach, there, when we was talking here. about that, that's why I picked. That's why you Toronto, want to because, because of the defense. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Coach is getting adjust yeah. getting adjustment. I, I'm moving around too much. But also, I mean, you look at it. I don't think they were expecting as well as anybody else that Pascal Siakam was going to go off on them like he did for 32 points in 40 minutes. That was no. What did he get in game two? Do you know? Game two, yeah. Twelve. He had, he had a, See, that's you. Which too big of a? Two, but yeah, yeah he 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 came back to earth a little bit in the second game. But if you look, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson were Steph Curry and Clay Thompson both games. Yeah. 
I mean, in, in the first game. And they, they're going they, to be. They're stars. Yeah, they combined for 55 in the first game and 45 in the second. But the, the big difference is the role players. In game one, they didn't have anybody score more than 10 points other than them. Draymond had 10 points in game one. And in game, game two, Draymond had 17, and uh, Cousins scored in double figures. So, plus I think he had 10 rebounds to go along with it, and he only played 28 minutes. I saw something where um, Draymond was an assist away from averaging a triple-double. For the yeah, finals, yeah, he's he's just all around. He's to me, Draymond, he's, Draymond's great. I love. He's I love the gas in their fuel tank. You know, he, he's a vocal leader. Yeah, I like Draymond. Yes, and definitely. You leave him open too much, he's gonna he's gonna drop a couple buckets on you. Oh yeah. You know, I don't take that away from him at all. But I'm still fired up over Toronto's defense. You know, their offense, the third quarter of the second game was crap. And that's what lost them that game. Yeah. But their defense was still good. You know, look at, look at what the score was. Well, I think so far, I don't think it's a story of, of what Toronto is or isn't. I think this is, the, the finals is a story about what Golden State is or isn't. If Golden State comes out and plays the way Golden State can play, they win. If Golden State comes out the way they played in game one and they slouch on defense – and they play like they're injured, like they are, then they're going to get beat. I mean, that's just how it is. So. I feel like Toronto has more consistency, better depth, especially on the bench. So what Carmen said is 100% correct. I think they do have better depth, but they don't have the, they don't have the dynamics. <laughs> wow. I mean, they've got Leonard, who puts up big numbers every single time he hits the court, but that's it. Well, Siakam actually does pretty well. Siakam's played well in this series. Uh, Van Fleet's looked good. He's hit double-digit both games also. Yeah. And I mean, now, we – no, I'm not going to say we, you, found some, in, uh, some other interesting things Well, going, about the, <clears throat> the NBA. Going through all this, I found a – a video, and I, I, I don't want to just steal this like, like. Well, don't plagiarize. Give credit. No, I, where I'm going to give do. credit. I, uh, I saw a video uh, of Colin Cowherd's show. Cowherd. <clears throat> yeah. Cal Cal yeah. Off the, off the herd, and he was talking about uh, parody in the NBA, or a lack thereof. It, and he said since 1949, so we're talking about 70 years, the Lakers, in Boston have combined for 33 championships. So nearly half the time, either the Lakers or Boston have won the championship. And in the last 21 finals, have four players have been involved in the last 21 of them. Dwayne Wade, Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, and Steph Curry. We're not even talking about LeBron James. I was just getting ready to say, where the, where's yeah, he at? I'm just saying, we're not even talking about him. Because this is the first time I can remember a finals that yeah. he wasn't involved in. And then, of the last... Which is fine, because I'm not a LeBron fan. Out of this, this is the one that I found really interesting, because this is a really long... This is a large sample. Of the last 62 NBA finals, 54 of them involved five different coaches. 54 finals. 
And you're talking about Red Auerbach, Phil Jackson, Pat Riley, Greg Popovich, and Steve Kerr. And he talked about, uh, when he was talking about parody in the NBA, there's no parody in the NBA. Can you use a different word? Because parody for much of us means it's supposed to be funny. <clears throat> no, so when I talk about parody, I'm talking about equality, essentially, in the NBA. You talk about having, we have teams in the NBA that still have never played in a finals, and we've got two teams in the NBA that have played in half of them. Or one half of them. You know, we've got five different coaches that have been in. But isn't that the, the same 62. reason they went with the lottery pick for the draft? I mean, if you look at that, but look, look disrupt how, that. Look how uneven that's even been. I mean, if you look at the system that they had when Orlando got Shaquille O'Neal, and then the next year ends up with Penny Hardaway. I mean, how does that happen? They okay, but how many champion? Thing. How many championships did them two win together? They went to one. One. They went to one. But that wasn't because of the draft system. That was because of free agency. And I blame free agency for the lack of parity that they have now. I mean, if you look, what, what's to stop What's to stop? Okay, but the free agency is free agency. Chase, yeah, but what's you know, to stop if you're an owner players? and I'm an owner, and I want to pony up to get the best players on my squad so I can make it. Yeah. And if I continue to do that, to, if I find success at that, I'm going to continue playing those big players. But, but and you're, that, just, you're just an owner that, that's happy with getting his television money, his concession money, and all this. But is that what's good for the sport or the fans? It's what's good for your pocket. You're the owner. You don't care. There you go. You, you continue seeing dollar signs even though you don't make it to the playoffs or you don't make it to the championship game. Do so you, so you want to but fix this look, thing? You need to get competitive owners in there. Well, it's it's to me, it's not just that. I or at like, least penalize I, them. I, I penalize like, the owner for for not making so much progress in so many years. Well, and that's something that's been brought up by other people also. I've I've heard them speaking about uh, if a team makes so many championships in a row, forcing that team to break up. Now, see, that's communism. Yeah, I, don't really I, don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that at all. Now, what I do get ticked off about is, like, my Pacers. We can't draw the big names to Indiana because they consider us a small market. Well, intrinsically, teams like Indiana. You know, so will, K, will KD ever come here? I said he would, but in reality, I know he's not going to come here because we're a small market. Start dividing that market up between all these other teams – that will spread the wealth around. That will get more parity into the league. If you look at that, that puts teams like Oklahoma City, the Pacers, Atlanta even. I know it doesn't sound like a small market, but in the sports world it is. Orlando's a small market. I mean, some of these teams, the Utah Jazz, how do they compete? Because what do you have to offer these players other than money? There are teams like Miami, L.A., well, Boston. I'll tell you right now, natural if the New Pacers York, end up getting some great free agency, I'll guarantee that we'll offer them a guest spot on this show to bring it to help bring in free agents, some good free agents to the Pacers. 
They're more than welcome to come on here. They can sit in my seat. They can sit in my lap. Ooh, I would not have gone that far, Coach. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> Zing train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I I understand, and those staffs are mind blowing. They they really are. Yeah. And to me, the way I see life is okay. Here you got you got this cup. If it's leaking, you plug the hole. Mm-hmm. You don't stand there and wonder how it got there. You fix it. Well, see, the you answer, fix the leak. The answer for the NBA isn't to plug the holes to pour more water in the cup. Okay, so the NBA, the commissioners, they got to pour more water and all these other smaller markets to where they can be more competitive. Because I'm telling you right now, I love the NBA. I especially love playoff season. I, you know, I get, I'm very blessed to get to go to – you know, several Pacer games a year that's, you know, fantastic seats. Uh, Larry Bird was in spitting distance of me from where I sit and he sits. He's not there much anymore, but I love basketball. Yeah, I don't love it as much as I do football, but I still love basketball. But I hate the fact that when somebody looks at the Pacers, that's the only thing they see is small market. Yeah. I don't know if we, if we would had ever gotten Victor Oladipo here in free agency. We, I, only I, through the trade system did, did we actually land a talent like Victor. I'll tell you the reason we got V.O. And he's in his last year's contract, and I'm wondering if we're going to be able to keep him. The reason we got him was because – they felt like in Oklahoma City that they were getting over on us in that deal. Yep. We proved them wrong. Or Victor. Victor, <laughs> yeah. Victor proved them wrong. But now George, hey, look, George has done, now. That looks George like has done well trade. in OKC. Yeah, that looks and like a lot of people trade. thought he would finish that year and move to L.A. Yeah. They really, really thought because he's from L.A. Well, and that's what he voiced he wanted. That's what. And then he signs another contract with OKC. That was funny. I, yeah. I laughed my ass off. He cut, he cut the legs right out from under Indiana on being able to have any power of being able to send him where they wanted to send him and get what they wanted out of that. Yep. I feel like – Because there was several different we talks. We really And then he cut them down. Getting the character of players that we got from Oklahoma City with Oladipo and Sabonis. Because when that trade first went through, it looked like we got just – Bent over a split rail fence. Not me. See, Vic was from, as an Indiana boy. That's, I wasn't uh, yeah, disappointed. I know I've watched him, but being able to get to, but be able to get to see them grow together as a team the way they have, I'm, I'm not disappointed in that trade whatsoever. So, are you disappointed in uh, Coach Mack, the way Pacers head coach? Oh uh, no. No. Do you think Do you think not he could done better? No, not much. I don't either. The way I'm telling you, the way the, we look, we lost Vic. The level of talent we have with this team, and this this is not a knock on our team. We to me, our our Pacers team is a, a talented team. We landed probably two steps higher in the playoffs than I felt like we should have landed, and we. Probably won probably about I'm guessing fifteen to twenty more games than we probably should have won. And see, I don't just just out of playing hard. I'm not taking taking nothing away from them. Actually, 
I'm going to criticize them for winning what they had won through the regular season. And when we got swept by Boston, to me, they just looked tired. All four games, they just – everybody on that team just looked tired. They ran those horses till they didn't have hooves yep. by the end of the season. And I'm sorry, they just there – wasn't, there wasn't enough horses in the barn. So, I, I love my Pacers, though. We're, yeah. we're getting oh. KD. KD and Vic's going to take us <laughs> to the promised land. Well, you know, there's – Reggie there's, Miller's going to be calling the game. There's rumors. There's rumors that we've got a chance to pick up D'Angelo Russell. Oh, I heard that. There's rumors, rumors that we've got a chance to go out and get Kemba Walker. So, it's not like the Pacers don't have some options. Now, is that going to put us at that elite level where Golden State is right now? I don't know if it does. But, I mean, if you get the right players no, and the but right if you get and the right coaching. In the right heart. Yeah. It can beat together. that. Yeah. I really believe that. We'll see. Now. I say it a lot. The Colts, there's a story about McCoy. Or not McCoy. Old boy from Tampa Bay. Gerald McCoy. Yeah, McCoy. Why am I looking yeah, at you thinking I'm lost? He signed with Carolina. Yeah, he signed with Carolina. There was talks that he was going to come here, but he never did. Um, I thought they brought in another cornerback. And I wanted to bring this up because this was one of the main topics that we were talking about the other show was about getting depth. Yeah. And what I love seeing Ballard doing is continue bringing these free agents and continue kicking the tires, continue making this roster as deep as humanly possible. I'm not going to To ever, make a serious, serious run for that championship. I'm not going to criticize him in the climate that we're in with the NFL for making the moves that he's made because he's definitely given everybody a look. What I like is that he's not just going out there and buying whatever's on the shelf. Yeah, the, the, big, the big shiny yeah, is what I'm I call I'm not just going to go get the shiny toy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait and find what I really actually need. So he's he's done a really good job of that so far, as far as I'm concerned. I am too. I'm I'm thrilled to death with Chris Ballard. You know, I would love to sit down and and be able to pick his brain on, you know, some processes that he goes through. You know, just just to get a glimpse of insight and in what this man goes through on a day to day basis, because from the outside looking in. It's astonishing what he's doing and how he's doing it. It's funny. I I go back in my head thinking about all the years that I've I've been a Colts fan. And when we went out and uh, hired Bill Polian as our general manager, we would come into a draft and I would have in my head who I thought we should go get. I mean, every every football fan does. And then he would go and pick up Dallas Clark. Or Bob Sanders or Dwight Freeney even. I remember when he I remember when he drafted Dwight Freeney, I was like, What are you doing? This guy's like six foot tall and and so he's fast, but he's forty pounds light. He's from Carolina. They don't have but won a game in six years. Oh, I was like, Really? This is the guy you go get? And then the guy turns around and ends up being a you know a defensive MVP candidate every year after his second year leads the league in sacks a couple years. I mean, 
Bill Polian, so many times he would get done making a draft, and then three years later I'd be scratching my head to what I was thinking. Well, Chris Ballard, I, I feel like he's already done that to me with Darius Leonard. You know, I, I, he picked Darius Leonard last year. I was like, what is, what is he doing? <laughs> Who is this guy? You know, you got this kid coming in from South Carolina State, and we're passing up on these big names, and I'm just – Oh, I'm and, throwing my hat across. And look who we and, look who we got this year. EJ on. Speed from Bug Tulsa, Oklahoma yeah. <laughs> University, wherever the Tarl- hell I can. Tarleton State. <laughs> and it, you know, I it would not surprise me one bit if, it, if that kid turns around and being a starter and a <laughs> mega su- supreme athlete in this league. Yeah. You know, just because Ballard found him, and he just looks like. Okay. When, Seeing some of the videos of him in the war room this year, he looks he's got that mad scientist look about him when he's in there making these picks. Like he knows more than the room. Oh, so, I guarantee you he knows yeah. more than the room. Yeah, I'd love to just sit down with him and just just take one section of his brain and start <laughs> learning how to process the way he processes things. He's he's working on a different level. That and you know, I'm just he hasn't, and he's, he's not stopping. No. You know, free agency, pretty much over. You know, everybody's going where they're going, except for if you've got somebody like McCoy that gets, you know, cut. The toy uh, box has been picked through. Right. But he's still bringing in people. Yeah. I'm, he's still building that depth. His job never stops. Now, the Chad Kelly thing, hey, I don't know. Maybe we owe somebody a favor. I don't know. I don't know. You know, good karma always comes up. Good, good karma always comes back around for you, and so That's true. so does bad. That's so true. you know, hey, if he's doing somebody a favor, I guarantee well, you he'll call that favor in sooner or later. And, and I'm talking shit about this kid right now, but you know, I don't know him personally. He might be the greatest kid in what? the world and just had a half a dozen bad I days. I thought you did know. Well, he also, I mean, as an athlete, he really is good. There's no doubt about that. And just, you know, the temperament, he's got an issue with his temper. He's got clearly a substance issue. But after he got kicked off of Clemson's team, he ended up playing for a community college somewhere in Pennsylvania and led them to – no, it wasn't. It was Mississippi. It was. Yeah. It was Eastern Mississippi Community and College. And he led them to uh, undefeated season. Ended up finishing his college career at Ole Miss. And one of the things that he attributes to his success there was that the coach – was like a father figure to him. So maybe he maybe will find success spot. with the Colts because with of, Frank. yeah, because he's already kind of a father figure to him. Well, and you know, everybody's got their story. Well, and, like, and, and maybe his isn't as a player. Maybe someday down the road he's going to end up coaching for us. Like Coach Dungy, you know, a lot of people, not a lot, everybody loved and respected him for his character. And his character, I'm not going to go preacher on nobody, but his character was faith-based. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody knows Dungy, it, you know, he, he, he never shied, you know, from his faith. And everything he did was led through faith. And Coach Reich is pretty much the same. He, and that, he seems like he's and that the same honor, course. you know, he yeah. raised his family that way. He's coaching his teams that way. He's taking players under his wings that way. Yeah, yeah Coach at Ole Miss was actually much like that as well. 
So yeah, maybe maybe Chad Kelly will you know will find the spark that he needs under Coach Wright and 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 be a fantastic third string backup for us. Most men I know didn't grow up until they were thirty. So I mean, you know, clearly this kid's got potential. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I'm still working on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting hair in funny places. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, now it's his ears because he's an old guy. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Is that not the worst? You're just like one day there's there's <laughs> you wake up one day and you're like where in the hell did this patch come from? <laughs> Getting old sucks. Yes. I have the exact opposite problem. My hair's falling out. That would be funny. See you bald like me. We're gonna, we're gonna come in one day and all three of us are gonna be sitting here shining. Weird, weird, weird. Well, Coach, anything else we need to talk about? Anything no, else I, we need to let these guys know about? I, Tony, did we record the the stream today? We forgot to record last week. Oh. Good wow. job, Tony. Wow. What are we paying you for? <laughs> How much are we paying you? <laughs> <laughs> it's not nearly enough. No, I don't huh? care what anybody says. <laughs> he was actually at the studio a couple hours before me. Getting things right. Wow. <coughs> I'm really feeling like dirt today. You yeah, should. I am. I am sorry. I missed our Sunday meeting, you guys. I really do apologize. You know, the the fine people at home don't need to know about all this. Uh, uh, I just want to publicly apologize to you guys. I I won't cuss at you or set your pants on fire ever again. Why? <laughs> fire things kind of nice. <laughs> Get this old fat boy moving. Pantalones. I don't know what the hell y'all just said, but I, on that note, I'm going to end this show. All right. Anyways, you guys, it's getting hot. Don't sweat your balls off when you're trying to sleep. Call our friends at Preferred Mechanical at area code 317-924-4042. They will take care of you. They'll give you, mention the show. They'll give you 10% off. Uh, don't mention the show. Pay full price. It's up to you. Just don't wait. Trying to get a heating cooling tech in the middle of July is like the worst thing ever. Like trying to get a boat off the Titanic? No, it's even worse than that. <laughs> that was terrible. That really was terrible. We should quit now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well. I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to write a book of I know. You bring in Spelling Bee. You bring in the Titanic. Where the hell did the sports show go? <laughs> it was in the middle. It was, in, it was like an Oreo. It was in the middle. It was the filling. All right. I, at least I was in the middle. <laughs> and if you notice, I didn't talk about nothing but sports. Well. What's wrong with the Spelling Bee? It's not sports. It's competition. It's not sports. Well... If it's competition, it's considered a sport. Yes. I apologize, madam. You have corrected me. I, I retract everything no, I say. No. No, but the retract. Titanic? <laughs> no, I'm not giving that one up. <laughs> You're going down with that ship, buddy. I hear there was yeah. so many people. <laughs> 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 And they were competing to get to the to the live rounds. Okay, all right, you both got me. I'll shut up, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Been a great uh, show. Any comments? 
leave them. Uh, DM me, Coach or Kristen. Um, if you don't know us personally, uh, I don't know about them guys, but you're more than welcome to send me a friend request um, so we can continue talking every day, every week. I love it. But on that note, you guys be good to one another. No drinking and driving. Call an Uber. It's cheaper. And as always, go Colts.